don't know about you, but I love the idea of making space for God. That God is big enough and willing enough to fill as much space as we are willing to ask of him. And there's this wonderful equation there that as much as we are willing to ask, God is willing to say yes. Immediately there's certain, uh, a certain call to boldness there, isn't there? It's um, this question of, Lord, what, what spaces am I asking you to fill in my life this year? Am I asking you to fill the space of salvation, the most important space? Space of my relationships, my family, my thoughts, my passions, my dreams, my desires, my career. The Lord is saying, yes, yes, my child, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to fill and occupy the space that you make available for me. He's not going to force his way into it. God's given us free will, but he does, he does beckon us by his divine mercies and grace to allow him in, to invite him, to let him transform us from the inside out. And so how do we do that, church? How do we apply the making space for God, making space for people vision in the context of Father's House J-Bay and as individual members of his church? Well, I just need to say that as the site pastor of Father's House J-Bay for a little over two and a half years now, which is quite crazy how quickly the time has gone, um, I do feel an overwhelming sense in my heart lately that the Lord wants to release something very, very significant over us as a church this year. Uh, and it's actually quite phenomenal how I had no idea what Pastor George was going to be sharing about, and he's covered some of the exact notes that I've made for this morning, which kind of speaks to the same thing. Um, and if I could kind of speak uh, prophetically for a moment, uh, I had the sense in my heart, and this is what I believe God has been revealing to me, almost like an image or a, or a picture, that we've been climbing a mountain, so to speak. We've been climbing this mountain, this hill, as a church, as a community, as a people, and it's had its fair share of rocky moments, sure. It's had its ups and downs, especially, I think, in our, in our context. In our, our story as Father's House Bay is one of beauty from ashes, isn't it? It's one of community from chaos um, and purpose in pain. But we've been, we've been moving up this mountain on this journey. We've been discovering a lot about ourselves and a lot about God in the process. Like he's been kind of developing this greater sense of identity within us as we've moved on this, on this journey. We've been getting to know him also as we kind of grow and walk with him and, and become like him. And now I kind of get the sense that we've reached the summit of this mountain. Like for the first time, we're at the pinnacle of the climbing phase and we're, we're peering over the top for the first time. And we're about to get a heavenly glimpse, a kingdom perspective of this territory that God wants us to Occupy, which represents the impact that he wants us to have in this world for him, this, this kingdom impact. And we are readying ourselves for the descent. I get this overwhelming sense that we are looking over this mountain and we're about to descend down the other side. And I firmly believe that we are positioned as a church and as God's kingdom citizens to descend into the destiny that he has planned for us, the claiming of territory for his name by being well prepared spiritually for that descent. This is the call. Because here's the thing, when, when God reveals his glory and his presence to us as his body, and when he sends us out from that place of spiritual awareness, we are going to move fast. <laughs> Things are going to happen quickly. We are, we're going to cover a lot of ground in a very short space of time. And I really believe that we need to be ready to move with the tide and keep in step with the Spirit, as, as Pastor George was, was saying. Can you say amen to that, church? Are we... Are we feeling the sense of needing to be readied for this descent? The clouds have formed over the church. 
locally and globally. I mean, there's, there's, you know, none of the stuff that's happening is happening by accident. The whole revival overseas, none of these things are happening by accident. It's there for a purpose. And I think we're about to descend on the other side. And what does that mean? What does that mean? How do we ensure that we are ready for this descent? Well, I came across a scripture that I believe is going to be some fuel for this journey. It's Romans chapter 6. And uh, the context of the scripture is that the Apostle Paul, as we know, he's making the argument for why as Christians we should no longer live for sin, live under the banner of sin because we're under grace. And he's kind of explaining that because we've died to sin, the old life is gone, we, we cannot live in newness of life in Christ. So this is kind of the context of this verse. And he says this in Romans 6 verse 12. He says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires and do not offer any parts of it to sin as weapons for unrighteousness. But as those who are alive from the dead, offer yourselves to God and all the parts of yourselves to God as weapons for righteousness. Yo, I like that. Weapons for righteousness. And then he ends with this bold declaration. He says, for sin will not rule over you because you are not under the law, but under grace. That is such a powerful content. That's such a powerful verse. We could unpack that for days. He's saying that, you know, you're a weapon when you're born again in Christ. You're a weapon, not of unrighteousness, but a weapon of righteousness. Man, that fuels me. God is saying, church, we've been set free from the power of sin and death to the life of Jesus. And now we should live as weapons of righteousness, living as instruments of righteousness, abandoning a life of sin, bringing about a kingdom change, a life of salvation and purpose in the world that we find ourselves in. It's a righteousness that places every thought, every decision, every action at the feet of Jesus and says, Lord, will this make me become more like you? Because if it's not, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not playing a part in any story that's not yours. I don't want to do this my way. I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be all about you. I want to keep in step with your spirit, nothing else. This is the kind of righteousness. This, this, this speaks about creating space to be who God has called us to be. It's about living in the reality that Jesus brought the kingdom of heaven to earth through himself and that he's calling us to be the people he loves to extend that kingdom to all the world. Church, I honestly feel that as we begin fulfilling our calling to host God and host people well this year, we are going to gain a greater awareness of the holiness of the Lord. I really feel like that's, that's a word for us. So we're, going to, we're going to develop a greater sense of his holiness that's, that sparks the sense of deep awe and reverence in us for him. That Jesus is perfect. This is what it's talking about. Jesus is perfect. He's the only one who can satisfy the longing of our souls. And it'll be an awareness that, that overrides our sense of personal perfection or performance or preference even. I believe God is calling us to lay aside and look past our preferences and striving towards perfection instead of worrying about things that are unperfect. We're going to have to focus on His perfection and let His, His perfection inspire this, this action and this trust on, on, on our part. I've got it up on the board that says, as we create space for God, we will gain a deeper awareness of His perfection and holiness that places our preferences and our need for perfection below the glory of His presence. That's what I believe the Lord is calling us to do. It's, it's this vision of hosting God and hosting people that, that, that speaks to being this, this, this kind of a change, this kind of a generation. It also speaks to believing God in a new way. It also speaks about believing Him with renewed confidence. If God said it, it is done. Amen? If God said it, it is done. We need to create space as a church to believe again and to stir up faith and to stir up action on our, on our part. 
God has spoken promises over us as a church. He has, and he's spoken promises over us as a nation. And we need to, we need to create space to trust him again, to believe in him again, that what he said will come to pass. God's word is the ultimate authority in life. Amen. And I feel like he's calling us into this, this deeper awareness and affection for his word. So as we begin this, this descent spiritually into the territory that God has marked out for us and, and, and host him and host people well in 2023, we're going we're gonna to move from this place of, of, of awe and reverence, this wonder about God's holiness, and strive towards being kingdom citizens. And I wanted to just share one more idea uh, on, this, on this topic in terms of how we see that happening. Mention it just now. We've got, to, we've got to create space to be who God wants us to be. We've got to create space to believe in God and trust Him again. And then we've got to create space to break ground this year. That's the third part. That's, that's the part that I really want to focus on in particular for, for us. I feel like that's, that's especially important for, for J-Bay. And you know, whenever we speak about new seasons, um, breaking new ground, it goes without saying that, that it has to be done with some kind of investment on our part, right? We have to get involved in some way to see this, this harvest produced. If, you know, if there's going to be new ground that's broken up and cultivated and prepared, we have to, we have to be willing to step into that, to invest, to put our hand to the plow as scripture calls it, to, to let that word fall on fertile soil. Amen. And while it may seem daunting at first, may even a little bit outside of our comfort zone, that's exactly the place that God is calling us to trust him. That's exactly where God is calling us to trust him. That area where it seems difficult or scary is exactly the place where the Lord is calling us to step out in faith, trust him and break ground. This is not going to be an adventure of forensic calculation on our part, you know. Okay, Lord, at this time, I'll have this ready, that'll be done, and then I can do this and this when I'm comfortable, you know, I'll have it all figured out. No, I think this will be about developing an absolute trust in an absolutely trustworthy God and living in faithful obedience to his word. This is going to be about a reliance on his spirit more than it is going to be about a reliance on our own understanding so that we could see God's immeasurable greatness of his power. That's Ephesians 1 verse 18. And breaking ground for the kingdom of God in 2023 means that we're going to have to embrace this call to be inconvenienced a bit, put outside of our comfort zones, but that's going to make sure that it's to his glory. <laughs> Amen. If it, was to our, if it was in our comfort zones, our ability would be to our glory. I really feel like the Lord is saying, this is exactly why you need to trust me so that it goes to him. And uh, in searching for the scriptures, I came across a verse that I think really captures the heart behind our vision as a church perfectly. And I want to just give us a moment to, to just ready ourselves for this particular verse because it really embraces this call that I feel uh, God, is, God has placed before us. Uh, this is kind of the prophetic word for Father's House JB this year in terms of our mission to break ground and fulfill this vision for this year. It's from Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Listen to these words. It says, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap steadfast love. There's a sowing, there's a reaping. Break up your fallow ground, for it is the time to seek the Lord, that he may come and rain righteousness upon you. Keep that there for a moment, um, production. Man, I'm so passionate about this word. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap steadfast love. Break up your fallow ground. Maybe that's a question for some of us this morning. What are the areas in your life that you've allowed, allowed to lie dormant for years without growth, without life? 
that the Lord is calling us this morning to break up. Break up that fallow ground. Dig up that soil again so that he can send the rain of righteousness upon you. Church, we've been called to sow righteousness in order that we might reap the exact same thing. I love that. God is calling us to sow righteousness that he would rain righteousness down upon us. And I really believe spiritually that as, you know, as much as we need physical rain in our land, we also need spiritual rain. We are so desperate for spiritual rain to fall in this nation. And I believe this verse captures some of what God is calling us to do to see that happen. There has to be a sowing. There has to be a seeking. And this is the time. It is the time to seek the Lord. And you say amen to that, church? And so very quickly, just three, three practical applications, three bullet point style uh, steps on how to break ground this year for God. The first thing is we need to break ground by stepping out in gifts. We've got to step out in gifts. You know, the more that I consider the territory that God has marked out for us this year, the more I realize that the victory will not be obtained by doing what we've always done in the sense of relying on human strength or human understanding, but it will be obtained by asking the Spirit of God what He is doing in a moment and by applying spiritual tools for a spiritual purpose. And God is not calling us to be ignorant or act unwisely, not at all, but there can be no substitute for spiritual tools fulfilling a spiritual purpose. And I think God's calling us to step out in spiritual gifts this year. You know, some of us maybe, even in our own journey, we've been trying to fight spiritual fights with earthly weapons. We've been trying to fight a spiritual fight with earthly weapons, and those things may have worked up until a point, but now you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling bored, or you're feeling disconnected, because those, those, those same things aren't working anymore. Well, I believe the call is here to access the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. And allow that vision, that purpose to rest in God's kingdom purpose for you. And earnestly desire these spiritual gifts. That's what 1 Corinthians 14 is, is, is saying. It says, pursue love. Pursue love, obviously, because we know without love, spiritual gifts are useless, right? 1 Corinthians 13 tells us that. And earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. I believe there's a call on us as a church to break ground this year by stepping out in spiritual gifts and hosting God and hosting people well. Amen. Secondly, we are to step up in worship as we fulfill this call. Stepping up in worship. I think that's an extremely important part of how we're going to fulfill this vision. First Chronicles 16 verse 29 says, Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering. Some translations say bring a sacrifice of praise and come before Him. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Man, I love that verse so much. This is one of the stepping stones, I believe, church. It's going to help us achieve this vision this year, fulfill this mission. We have to bring our worship to the Lord. We have to step up in worship. You know, the more that I consider how we're going to host God and host people well, the more that I'm convinced that it's going to be underpinned by this deep commitment to worshiping God. You know, that's what the scriptures say, bring an offering. Bring an offering. It's not, it's not about only the ability to, you know, sing along with the band for half an hour on a Sunday when you've had a great week. It's about lifting up holy hands to the Lord as an offering, despite the week that you've had. <laughs> because worship is ultimately about Him. It's not about us. And worshiping God in spirit and in truth, as, as, as John 4 says, is not, a, is not driven by our feelings on a particular day. I'll be honest, there's sometimes where I don't really feel like lifting my hands. I struggle <laughs> because of how, you know, how I've been dealing with what's happened in the week or circumstances around me. But that is exactly where I need to tell my soul, the Lord is good. He is worthy. And I, I need to bring that sacrifice of praise to him. That's what God is after. God is after that sacrifice of praise. And I really believe that our worship this year is going to be driven by the fact that God is holy. 
God is holy and he's called his children, you and me, to worship him and to love him because he knows that that's good for us. I really believe this is a key element. It opens the highway, church. Worship opens the highway for God's presence to rest on us. And that's how we're going to fulfill our, our, our vision this year. A sacrifice of praise, a lifting up of hands in humble adoration that says, Lord, you have your way. You're holy. I'm worshiping you. And then lastly, a final point before I close for us in a word of prayer is breaking ground in 2023 involves stepping past the past and leaning towards the future. We spoke about stepping up in gifts, stepping out in worship, and then I believe it's going to be about stepping past the past. You know, if we're going to break ground this year, Father's House, we're going to have to let go of some past mistakes, some past baggage, some ideas even that are no longer relevant, and step out into something new. We're going to have to get rid of the cumbersome baggage of sin that occupies space, unnecessary space in our lives, that God wants to fill with His space. And even perhaps for us as a church, there's some things that have happened in our past that we needn't bring up any longer. We need to leave those things behind. There comes a time in everyone's journey when you have to step past, leave it behind, and hold out your hand to receive from God the new thing that He wants to do in your life. It makes sense that we can't put both hands to the plow if you've got one hand holding on to what happened in our yesterday. We've got to have to put both hands to the plow. We can't carry the hurts of a previous season into a new season that God wants us to be victorious in. We have to step past that mountain and begin our descent. We can't be looking back up the hill going, oh Lord, I want, to just, I want to just deal with that quickly. I've still got this holding on. No, I believe God is calling us to have the courage to let go, abandon the old, step past and embrace the new. Can you say amen to that? Step past it. Even some ideas, some ideas that may have worked two years ago aren't necessarily good ideas now. We've got to, we've got to have the courage to let go of those things and seek the Holy Spirit and ask him for the new thing that he wants us to, to, to fulfill this year. Hebrews 12, wonderful verse. I'm sure many of us know it. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, put those things aside, and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let's run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, not our past, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. It's an amazing verse, and it really does, I think, capture this particular point where it says we need to let go of our past and look towards our future. Church, the leading of the Lord in 2023 for us as a family is to create space that we can host God and host people well. And I believe uniquely for us in JB that it means that we should be bold enough to break ground for the kingdom by stepping out in gifts, stepping up in worship, and stepping past the past. And so I hope in the brief 10 minutes that I've shared with you this morning, you've find a little bit of inspiration to, to make space, to make room for God, to trust Him in a new way, and that you, would, that you would invite Him in. Would you invite Him into an area in your life that may have seemed fallow for many, many years now? Maybe this is a season of God, show me the ground that I need to break up. And that you would consider how, along with all of us, how to create space personally for God so that we can accomplish this vision together. Would you help us build well in 2023, church? Would you help us build? Because I promise you, when we get to the end of this year, and when we look back, you want to be able to say confidently that I had my part to play in seeing the goodness of God in the land of the living. You want to look back and say, I made a mock. I was on this descent and I got to see some phenomenal things this year as a community. Amen. Church, could you stand with me as we close in a word of prayer together? 
By the way, next week we're starting a brand new uh, four-part series. I'm going to be sharing it with Damien. Going to be talking about light, light and what that means uh, spiritually for us as a, as, a, as a community. So I'm really look at, looking forward to sharing that. But I wanted to take a moment and close for us in a word of prayer and really just be intentional about the message that we've heard this morning and some of the scriptures and ask that God would, would reveal that area to us. So let's just take a moment and I suppose with every eye closed just as a way of honouring honoring this moment and, and zoning into God's presence. I just want to pray, Father, that you would show us if there's some fallow ground in our lives that you are calling us to break open this year. Thank you, God, for this vision. Thank you that you have equipped us by your Spirit perfectly for the task at hand. We pray that you would give us boldness to trust you, boldness to step out in faith and fulfill those things that you are calling us to do this year. Lord, we honour you for our journey and and, and we thank you with with optimism and excitement for the, for the next step, for this descent that you're calling us to embark on into the territory that you have marked out for us. Lord, would you, would you reveal by your Spirit every step of the way how we can play our part in telling the story of your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, that our future is secure in you. Your plans for us are good, that you prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a future and a hope, and we rest confidently in that. Father, as we sow righteousness, we thank you that according to your word, we will reap steadfast love. And Jesus, we ask that by your spirit, you would send the rain over this place. Send your rain, spiritual, physical. Send rain, Father, that we would see the harvest of righteousness produced. And we honor you for this wonderful privilege of being your hands and feet as your community. And we celebrate you. And in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Church, thank you so, so much for joining us this morning.